0: Hi everybody, this is Mandy, and I have a lot
1: of canned beans waiting for me at home. Hi everyone, this is Ollie, and did you know that milk originally comes out of a cow in a pinkish hue, and that they bleach rice, because it usually comes out brown, and that the milk you're drinking from this animal you probably shouldn't be drinking from also comes out with like blood? And this is the Mandy and Ollie Podcast. Uh uh uh. Podcast. You search for guys with the most things. Daddy ran away and left your mama with the keys to the Mustang. Yeah, keys to the Mustang. How you
0: doing, Mandy? I'm doing good because we recording and we sipping.
1: We are. We are sipping and recording, you guys. Do, 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 do you wanna join us? Go grab your drink. We'll wait. No, we won't. We got a podcast to do. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. This is gonna be a
0: time. I can see it. I can feel it in my spirit, mm-hmm. in my gut. That will very soon be filled with alcohol.
1: Hmm. What is it that you used to call it? The busy hour. It's uh, something to
0: Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah we're not gonna tell y'all what time it is nope. but um as <laughs> the saying goes it's five o'clock somewhere somewhere <laughs> a.m. PM, dm all that pretty much mm-hmm. so the um i guess like we've been talking about doing this for a while yep. but somehow the, the corona just had me be like let's do it today or yep. let's do it this week
1: yep <laughs> <laughs> it's getting real. Really, really real. Why not? There's no time like the present. <laughs> exactly. Like, what if we don't get the opportunity to do it next week? Mm-hmm. Who knows? And we're going to be in limbo or purgatory or heaven or hell just like, dang, we were supposed to shoot that episode when we were drinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Wherever we end up. So, yeah, mm-hmm. now we're going to have to have that conversation at the end of uh, the tunnel, the lighted tunnel. Yeah.
0: And I hope that y'all give us real commentary on how you feel about us drinking throughout the episode, because it's (laughs) going to be throughout the whole thing, like sipping a nice little mix situation, but shots before Mm -hmm. each
1: segment. It's, mm-hmm. it's gonna be lit mm-hmm. it's gonna be lit 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 and if you're at home and by the time you listen to this not if you're in the car you guys come on now but if you're at home or if, maybe if you at work I don't know how cool your work is and cruise with us yeah it'll it's gonna be a good time it's gonna be interesting so yeah <laughs> some of you may have thought that we were drinking before during prior recordings just because things can get silly and crazy but untrue that's just us in our normal natural habitat. But today, today, oh today. Oh come all ye faithful. Oh captain, my captain. We getting into it today. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm i I'm just sipping. I'm just sipping.
1: I was sipping but I took like a big gulp. So I think that's why I'm a I'm a little ahead. I might be I might be driving the bus. Okay, let me say this. I know Kodak Black and Megan the Stallion made drive the boat popular, but my friends know back in the day I used to be the bus driver. I'd be like, Everybody aboard. Everybody get crazy. Everybody get lit. And so I always say drive the bus. And whoever like, you know, want to drive the bus, you can drive the bus. So I feel like I'm driving the bus today. Right, and some
0: of us, you know, I mean, I'm cool with water, but some people aren't cool with water, mm-hmm. and they want to be land-based, and mm-hmm. so they just get on the boat. True. i mean on the bus instead of the boat. Mm-hmm.
1: True. Y'all heard that? It was a big gulp. Let me let me do it again. I, it again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard it. <laughs> hey. Good. So you don't hear me, so good. Finally. Good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you would it to be hurt, but I heard it sound like a struggle. Did you say struggle? struggle? The gulp? Yeah, it was like glick, glick, glick,
1: glick. <laughs> I'm Like, don't hurt yourself. Oh, I'm a season drinker. I'm all right. I'm not gonna hurt myself. Okay. I appreciate your concern. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Do you have any goal updates for us today, Mandy? Yes, I do. Uh, I've been walking regularly.
0: What? Which feels good. And in this Floridian sun, bro, <laughs> it's not, I wouldn't say it's a workout, but it feels active. Like it is... Draining t- once you come out the sun to be like, Oh man, I was in that sun, mm-hmm. and every time I go walking, I keep forgetting my sunglasses, so mm. I'd be like really feeling it in my eyeballs and on my face and stuff. Um, I've been writing a lot, I feel like okay. I keep writing multiple versions of dialogue for like the same scenes or scenarios, okay. and I'm like. So I want to kind of get past that to just say, like, okay, I'm past this scene. I will edit it afterwards to say, like, what's the right version of dialogue. But every time I'm trying to write, I'm like, oh, but what if I started it this way? Or what if I put it this way? Like, to get to my end result. And I've been doing a lot of, like, character traits and development, too, Mm -hmm. um, in the beginning. So I feel like this isn't going to be... Uh, as quick a process as I would have liked, but the story I'm telling is very personal. So I shouldn't try to rush it either way. Like other stories that I've written are completely detached from myself. And this one is all wrapped up in me and my personal life and my emotions and my feelings. So I don't want to rush it and just put any old kind of whatever out there. Like I want to be true to, um, the story I'm telling and the people that I'm trying to represent in this story and really be fair to all parties, including myself. So I feel like I'm in a good zone and a good focus that I will make sure that I get this to completion where other projects that I've written, I've just kind of been like, "Mm, I don't, I don't know that I want to tell the story anymore. And so I stopped Mm -hmm. like, I think because it is so true to me, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to work this until the wheels fall off or whatever.
1: Okay, that sounds good. Sounds like you have a whole bunch of rewrites going on, trying to get to that final stage. Are you being too critical, I'm you I'm still think? trying to get to the, be- like, the middle of the beginning. Like oh, I'm, okay. in the- I'm nowhere <laughs> close to being <beat. laughs> But you're doing revisions, I guess, as you're going. Is that what, you, what you're what saying?
0: No, it's just like, as I'm writing something, I'm like, there might be a better way to say, or a different way to say what I'm writing. And so I find myself writing the same scene multiple different ways. So okay. I'm still like at the beginning of... This story, but I'm just like, oh, but what if the character approached it this way? Or I'm making this character seem really bitchy. Like, I need to give her nuance t- so it's understood. Like, she's not just a bitchy person. She's, hmm. you know, coming f- from a place, f- from this place for a reason. Or, you know, yeah. how do I introduce some positive aspects of the character in the beginning type thing? So it's a lot of that, like, rewriting the same s- beginnings part over and over again.
1: Are you giving yourself any time um, constraints or just a schedule? Like, okay, so I'm not rewriting this same part for, like, the next month. Let me have this done by this date, and let me move on to this part by this day.
0: No, there's no time constraints about when I want it to finish. I just putting in time limits of like, I'm going, I'm still trying to make sure I write on a regular basis. So it's more so like, I'm still trying to dedicate this hour to writing type thing.
1: Okay. Coolio. What about you and your goals? So, for my goal updates, uh, basically, I'm on a Snorlax diet. That's a Pokemon reference. If you get it, cool. If not, eh. uh, Some, some uh, simma, simma. Second thing I did, I slowed down my content creation. So, I have a YouTube <laughs> channel. For my business page and my personal page, both of those are slowed down because just reasons. been trying to expand my business and focus it elsewhere. So looking at content and not creating it. Third thing is when I work out nowadays, I have to trick my body into doing it unless I'm playing my dance game and I'm on workout mode. So randomly I'll just jump into jump squats while I'm brushing my teeth. I'll do squats. I'll do leg lifts and stuff like that. And I try to make sure I do it before I get in the shower too. That way I can just go straight to cleaning myself. But if I like shower and I forget to do it, then I'm just like oh no exercise today so yeah (laughs) Yeah. those are my goal updates yeah I understand like um
0: generally and this happened even yesterday we went to walk the walks I've been doing have been um mainly with my sister um which is part of the reason why I'm in Florida um I say part of the reason. She the reason. (laughs) (laughs) That's the reason. Um, But yesterday we had another family member join us on the walk. And then it was like um, her getting in the shower first and me being like, you didn't tell me you was out the shower. And she was like, I was so tired. I just... I just crashed. So it's it's definitely one of those things where you're like, Oh, uh, when you're out again in this Floridian sun, you definitely gotta be like, I'm gonna shower afterwards But usually we try and go when the sun isn't as hot so it doesn't feel like um uh, maybe I need to take a shower after this type of experience, but for the most part it'd be like, Yeah, I definitely need to to bathe. Mm-hmm clean myself refresh
1: okay all that is it because of the sunny weather you think or just because of just normal
0: walk? it depends on how much we walk and then cuz sometimes uh like I try and get in a certain amount of steps but I might break that up a little bit or um yeah if the sun is hot then I definitely need to do it after so it could be a range of things okay
1: weather here has been kind of crazy where it's like it never really rains that often and it's been raining literally for two weeks straight and I'm just like yep (laughs) the world legit hello. And like people don't know you already know people don't know how to act when like normally you throw in rain and people I don't even own an umbrella (laughs) it's been interesting to say the least but that's why it's funny like I brought the coat or the jacket
0: that I be wearing and for rain, and, of course, it has rained not a lick. Or if it has rained, it wasn't when I was outside since I've been here. And I haven't even really worn, like, quarter-length sleeves. Like, it's just, it's been hot. And I know that it's the curve of spring, but this is Florida weather all the time. And they can get hotter than this. And I'm just like, geez, it's like, it says it's... 80-something, but it feels like 90-something. Mm. Like, it feel like hot. It feel like, hot. It feel like <laughs> hot. I will say, though, you know, like, when you smell like heat, <laughs> I don't feel like I get that heat smell. So that's,
1: that's nice. That's good, because it'd be, oh, it can hurt your feelings when you come inside and someone's like, you smell like outside. I'm like, damn. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> But not just smell like outside. Smelling like heat specifically. Right.
0: Like, I think outside is definitely the worst smell, but when I be like, smell, like when I, I, I realized that in college, I'm like, you smell like, like, like heat, like, like it's hot outside. Like you smell like the heat is radiating off your skin. Mm. So that's,
1: that's a weird smell in itself. Weirdy, weird, weird. Oh. <sighs> I don't know. All right, I'm a little nervous about this next segment. This is a safe space. Yes. Why are you nervous? Because we're getting we're getting a little lit. And this is a safe space. It can already be a little taboo at times, but you add in mm-hmm. little spirit things, and it's just like. Eh, eh, eh. I feel uh, you.
0: Let's take this shot anyway, though. I got a real, I got a real sensitive. Subject for this is a safe space. Okay. Two. All
1: right, all right. Let's do these shots then. You want to count it down this time? Okay. Five, eight, 20. Now I'm just going. <laughs> <kidding.
0: laughs> all right. One, two, three. Mm. 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 Somebody
1: ah. stop me. <laughs> okay. All okay. right. Okay. <laughs> Jim, James Jim Carrey. A little James Carrey reference. oh huh. okay. Do you want to do go first and this is space? Yikes. I have three things on this list. Um Okay, I was, maybe I should go first. Well, I was going to do, all four. I was gonna do an any mini mini this one. So Yeah, you, this one. Oh, this one? Okay. No, no. Mini. <laughs> any dang. Mini is the one where okay, well, uh, this might kill the mood. All right, never mind. This one. This one. More hysteria, less answers. All right. So. I don't want to talk about Corona.
0: (laughs) Many. (laughs) I've been ready for Corona for two weeks. I don't want to talk
1: about it anymore. <laughs> okay. okay. Any that topic is called getting uncomfortable. Um, I just wanted to reveal or convey that I've personally been putting myself in positions where I am consciously uncomfortable in hopes that it'll maybe spur some kind of growth within me or spur some kind of general understanding. And so what I mean by positions is like, I've been inserting myself into conversations with people who don't share the same beliefs as me. I've been um, using... Methods that are kind of like unorthodox with my business in attempts to kind of grow. And it's just been, like I said, really uncomfortable. And I don't know if it's worth the discomfort at this point because I'm still in the process. So I haven't seen results in regards to me, like, you know, having counterpoints with people who don't share the same political beliefs as me or just general day to day having morals beliefs as me or whatnot. But I can say it's been in uh, more than a couple of interesting interactions that I've had with people in regards to that. So
0: uh, I'm pretty okay with people who don't share the same beliefs as me. Like in my mind,
1: mm, I think. mm -mm, No, I don't think you'd be okay with these kinds of groups.
0: Okay.
1: I'm talking about Trump supporters, people who believe in like white power kind of groups.
0: Oh no. See? You've been hanging out with those (laughs) people. Hanging out. I mean, Trump supporters I could be around, but people who believe in white power, I'm just like, oh no, oh no. What is you doing, baby?
1: Conversations (laughs) and staying some of my points. So yeah, not hanging out with them. Really? Conversations. Yeah, which I've never done before. So I just wanted to Yeah, try it out. Right. I mean, that takes on a whole
0: new energy then because to me, like, being around people who don't share my thoughts and beliefs, even if it is, like, to an extent, like, being of a different political belief for people who don't think Trump is absolutely horrible, I feel like I can still hold a conversation with them. But people who are just downright, like, white power, white supremacists, I, or people who, I, I think the closest I've come to that are people who don't believe in certain systemic racism issues. They're just like, no, like, that's not real. Um, <laughs> when, when people of color are like, you know, I've experienced certain forms of discrimination, mm-hmm literally just based on my color or women are like i've experienced forms of discrimination literally just based on my gender and they're like that's not really happening (laughs) that's just something the media says like i think that's the closest i've come to where i'm just like okay let me give you these examples (laughs) and again and it's never to just like change people's minds but i do understand like where you're just like engaging with them to understand where their energy is coming from because i feel like people speak to their own experiences so if folks are like i've never experienced that but you're a white male so why would you or you're a male why would you or you're even if you're a person of color or or um, a woman of color but you your experience has not been that experience then i'm like i get how you could not feel that way. Because I used to have those conversations with like some of my former coworkers where they would say, like, this person at the job is this way or that person at the job is that way. And I feel like I was often on the devil's advocate side and I would say stuff like, that hasn't been my experience. And my coworker, I felt like, thought I was invalidating their experience. And I'm like, that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to say, like, I don't have an issue with these people at the job because. I've never had, you know, any problems with them. And I'm not saying that your problem doesn't exist Mm -hmm. or isn't valid, but I can't join the revolt if I know that they haven't been problematic to me. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, that
1: makes sense.
0: And I I don't want to be like, if it's not my problem, then it's not a problem. But I also want to be like, I can't just always... Some things are like, yes, I can fight for others if i see that there is a problem but in other things where i'm like you're telling me there's a problem but if i haven't seen it it's really hard for me to just be like i'm gonna grab a pitchfork or i don't even know if i want to use that example but <laughs> i'm a,
1: <laughs> too late get the torch in. you
0: know, <laughs> or i'll say like uh you know I'm, I'm gonna get my picket sign or whatever the case may be like i'm gonna join a revolt because i'm like it could be a misunderstanding or it could be just like personal, like they don't like you. And that's unfortunate if they don't like you, but maybe it's not based off of real like discriminatory practices. Maybe they just really don't like you. I don't know, but it's all, these are definitely the things that you only experience. If you like what you're doing, put yourselves in those uncomfortable situations. I think that's one of the best ways to, like, learn what the realities are really going on in. And that's where a lot of people who deny certain facts, they never put themselves outside of their comfort zone. So it's easy for them to be
1: deniers. Mm It's easy for them to be deniers. I feel like some of it though is obliviousness and intentional naivety. Like you know these things are going on, but you're going to continue to pretend that they're not, or pretend that it's a one in like two billion chance. And it's like, even if it's a one in two billion chance, that doesn't make it okay. I do have a question because of something you said. Do you, mm-hmm. you said that you wouldn't have a problem talking with Trump supporters. So you don't you don't have any qualms about people who've like voted for him. Well, I think
0: we talked about this
1: in the episode a little yeah, while ago. Little and
0: the reason why I don't have an issue with it is because I do have people who are close to me mm-hmm. who I know have voted for him. And I'm just like, I, I wish you hadn't, but I can't decide to turn around and hate you when I have a history of loving you. Hmm like someone we went to school with um um I haven't seen this person probably since we had that conversation but we talked about when it was you know 2016 and it was voting time and he was just like yeah I didn't ask my parents but I feel like there's a possibility that they voted for Trump because of their you know christian beliefs and this person is a christian too like very christian very religious um But maybe them, you know, being a millennial or being of a certain time frame or generation or experiences, like even with all of my Christian values, I'm never going to just vote for conservatives just because I'm a Christian, you know what I mean? And Christians tend to be conservative. conservative. Um, But I know that older people in my family or, you know, or being my parents would be would vote on the conservative side like my parents I've I've talked about a little bit but I haven't said specifically who it is but like my parents are literally going to be able to vote for the first time this year and while I know that they aren't voting for Trump they are my my one of my parents said something about voting for like Bloomberg (laughs) and or just said something about like Bloomberg might be able to stop Trump. And I'm just like I don't even know why that dude is on your radar. right. Like, right. But but this is literally your vote. So I'm not gonna tell you one way or the other or you feel like you have enough research. But I'm just like No, I don't know. It's just it's just like one of those things where it's like the people around you could be on a completely different wavelength and you have no idea until you start to talk to them about it
1: and then you're like oh snap that's what you have? Right. oh what for real right <laughs> it, I mean you made a good point though it's like I can't hate you or your decision because I've loved you before and maybe that's something I need to like focus on or harp on with these couple of people in, in my life still where I'm just like you voted for this person. and I, The way my brain works, I'm like, you voted for this person who said this about women who has these kind of allegations against him. And if I ever had a daughter, I wouldn't leave her with you if you agree with this kind of person who thinks that this is okay. That's the way my mind works. And I'm not saying that's the right way, but that's just, and maybe it's jumping to a conclusion, you can say it, but I'm just like, if you support someone who has these allegations against him, several who uh, more than a couple of them seem founded a lot of them seem fake to me but more than a couple of them seem well-founded and well-rooted and also has said that he wants to grab whatever by the whatever then I feel like I don't I don't know what you would do if I like I don't know left out the room or left my daughter in your care or even if maybe I would want to ever procreate with someone like you who thinks that that kind of language and behavior is okay so Yeah.
0: I'll tell you on that. A lot of guys that I date, I worry about them not dealing with, like, Trump issues specifically, but certain issues with, like, the LGBTQ Mm. community. I'd be like, oh, I don't think you
1: yep yep that's a big like, discussion, I, them for a big discussion. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we want to get into it now but that's a that's a big discussion a lot of i hate using these like scientific terms but sis hetero a lot of these regular men is what i call them regular men in our <laughs> lives are like trash when it comes to LGBTQIA plus community people and i feel like a lot of them at least in my life don't even mean to be but it's certain stuff where i'm like what did you just say Or I'll like check people and they're. I feel like they don't even realize what they're saying is problematic or toxic or inappropriate because it's just normalized to them. And I'm just like, no, you you can't say that. (laughs) I mean, I will say like I myself have not
0: been perfect in this thing. And I'm still in a place of like trying to grow and, and take knowledge in it because I feel like sometimes I've been like hypocritical to be someone who's enjoying their culture and then i've had slip-ups of things that i've said things that i've done and i'm just like okay i need to correct myself i need to gain knowledge i need to try and figure out the best way to redeem and and, um and resume to like a better posture Mm -hmm. in it but then i've also been like just watching like watching a regular show with someone that um I'm dating and there's two gay guys kissing and they'd be like, Oh, I got to close my eyes. And I'm like, for what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh, your eyes going to burn and fall out. Like, come on now. You're being, you're being, Oh, so extra. You're being, Oh, so extra.
1: That is extra behavior. Yeah. it's not gonna make the scene disappear it still exists (laughs) right and these people still exist or I hate that argument where it's like uh, uh, okay so sometimes I do feel like certain networks and people are trying to push a narrative but not just about LBGTQIA but I hate that narrative where it's like why they gotta show men kissing why they gotta show this kissing women kissing and I'm like I don't know I don't hear you talking about lesbians kissing like it's the issue and I don't hear you talking about men and women kissing when it's like it's an issue which we see all the time but when it's a man and a man all of a sudden you up in arms so i'm just like keep that same mm-hmm. energy all around so you don't want to see any kissing on tv any kissing on your little porn keep that same energy <laughs> keep it keep the same, same energy oh can i get a k k energy. can i get an e e what? can i get an e, e? where'd a k and come a from from keep
0: keep oh, oh my god i was like just saying kinetic what's going <laughs> Energy, energy, energy. <laughs> i was like i don't know where this is I going
1: feeling keep you know i've never been a cheerleader clearly no intercom pet rally experience that <laughs> i said the all cat right, all right that was a long this is safe space apologies guys sorry not sorry i didn't get to do my finish i was about to intro you dang no. Okay. I was it was All for right. Me that was a deal. This is a safe space. Uh, okay. Mandy, golly. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to talk about your "This is a safe space" entry?
0: Yes, I do. Let me get my serious okay. hat on, guys, because this is a serious subject. <laughs> it's a serious adult convo. Your In intro. fact, I wrote serious adult convo. <laughs> right here for my this is the safe place your
1: intro has me thinking otherwise but i will reserve judgment. no no okay
0: okay and it's good continue to reserve judgment because i'm about to name a name and i'm not trying to judge this person specifically but i just had i've been thinking about it and feeling it especially because i'm in florida so i want to have a serious conversation about drug use and I feel like to an extent do I judge people who do drugs? So yes, I'm do. sure this okay. <laughs> <laughs> well I guess that's <laughs> it. I guess that's it. But <laughs> I still tell you guys where I got this this notion from, mm-hmm. even though Ollie told me yes, you you drugs <laughs> You judge drug users. So um, this has been a part of local news, but it's obviously probably faded into the background with everything that's going on. But especially with me being in Florida um, and partaking in like the Florida local or governmental, what's it called? Statewide news. Um, I've been very much aware about what's going on with Andrew Gillum, who could have been the governor of Florida. So for those of you who don't know, recently Andrew Gillum was found in a hotel room Mm -hmm. with some other men, Mm -hmm. and there were accusations of him being on crystal meth or doing crystal meth Mm -hmm. in the room.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And now he's saying that he's going to um, rehab rehab or
1: whatever. What so more background. He said he said he wasn't doing meth. He was saying that he just was very intoxicated. So he made it seem as if he was going to rehab for alcoholism and not meth. That's what he made it seem like. And I'm sure he did. But for me, I was just looking at it like
0: again, not someone who is a Florida resident, but just being Um, a person of color, a black woman, I was rooting for him. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? I was rooting for him to still win the gubernatorial or whatever it's called, (laughs) race for Florida. And now I'm just kind of like, maybe it's a good thing he didn't win if he could potentially have an issue with drug use. And then I was just like, can I, like, do I have a swayed or negative view of people who do drugs. Like I understand that addiction specifically is a disease and an issue that folks have, but I'm just like, for those who aren't specifically addicted, who, but who just do recreational drug use, do I look at them sideways and just be like, Oh, you that person? You're that character? Because he was a high functioning person. Like I don't doubt that he could have continued to potentially be using drugs and functioned in society well. And if he just hadn't been caught in this specific situation, then we would have never known that he was potentially exposed to meth. And then I'm like, meth? Meth? Of all things? Isn't that what they
1: were using on Breaking Bad? The little blue crystals? That was meth? The show we couldn't finish? (laughs) Yes. That's what yeah. they were using on the show we couldn't finish. But another thing, I don't know if you meant to leave it out or not, was that they were saying it wasn't just like a drug situation. It's also that it was a male escort situation. And Andrew- Right.
0: Which I didn't bother myself too much about. I really was just more concerned about the, the, the drug That's use. You were. Especially <laughs> with him being... I was! Especially <laughs> with him being just like a political leader. I'm like, who is in and out of your bed I don't really care. I don't feel like that affects your, that, I don't feel like that specifically, I mean, that's, I mean, he married and and stuff, so that's literally, like, his business, but I don't feel like that affects his ability to lead, but the drug use, I'm just like, what? <laughs> you just gonna do meth and then think you're gonna lead a political party? Or just, like, a, you know... Mm-hmm. Uh civilians right. into prosperity. My thing
1: is they were talking about if Elizabeth Warren got the nomination they were talking about him for VP and I'm just like is so that going to happen now? Mm-hmm. A lot of people were like do you think he'll b- bounce back from this? I was like no. A no! Man <laughs> involving drugs and male escorts and in in politics, no. There's no bouncing back from this. Maybe if it was some other person of a lighter hue with maybe more money and connections, maybe, but no, there, I don't see a future for him in politics. And that is sad because you're right. I was rooting for you. We we're all rooting for you. I don't leave it. I don't live in, I almost caught it. I don't live in Florida, but I, um, <laughs> I was rooting for him and I was like, yeah, he's, you know, he was marching with people and sitting with people, interviewing with people that I respected in politics. So I was like, okay, he's keeping good company. Okay. He's doing these kind of interviews. He's setting this up. So it's just like, all that can get erased, all that hard work, all the teams you put together, all the projects you might've started, all the little organizations you might've been a part of. It's it's all tainted when you do things like that. And it's it's crappy because it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be that, our legacy Mm -hmm. is connected to this one person who helped get us off the ground or donated money or contributed to the project. But that's how it is. And it sucks. And it hurts Mm -hmm. even worse because as a black man, it's 10 times worse. You have everyone looking at you. You have people waiting on you to fail, waiting for you to mess up. And when you do, it's like, see, told you proved, proved proved himself wrong. Told you. So it just sucks. Yeah.
0: But, so with all of that having been established mm-hmm. about how we feel about him specifically, <laughs> my bad, <laughs> you, the general context of like me judging people who do drug use, before I even got to the full <laughs> extent of the story, you were like, yes, I do. So I want to know <laughs> why you feel, why you felt so strongly <laughs> that I judge people who do drug.
1: I don't feel like you judge them in the sense of you're all going to hell. But I do feel like you judge people in the sense of, oh, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to do that. Not a better than you type of thing, but, like, I wouldn't do that to myself type of thing. And I don't know why, but I just I always felt like this. I don't even know if you used to do, like, recreational drugs really like that or anything. But it's just, like, I—knowing that you— aren't someone who's experimented in drugs and stuff. It's just something that's been at the, you know, forefront of my mind. It's like, Mandy doesn't like druggies. <laughs> <laughs> but I, th- I, I thought I was very... Um,
0: accepting, well, I, th- I will say to like, it's specific type of
1: drugs, right? See, <laughs> I, see, I, I can't, I can't see, even lie. Can't even I, can't lie. Call, I mean, if you do Adderall, <laughs> I understand, but methamphetamines, mm, mm,
0: mm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't lie. I, I kind of looked at him sideways to be like, Of all the stuff you go gonna do, you go gonna do meth because not that I would say like do heroin or cocaine, but I just look at that as even being like. <laughs> I don't know, more of a uh, a rich man's drug. I'm like Math? Math. Cookie a
1: basement, Math, meth. meth?
0: <laughs> right. I'm just like this just sounds real, mm. but generally, I, I even had again talking about my former coworkers. Again, I don't work there no more, <laughs> so I feel like I can just. I'm not saying I'm still not going to name no names, but I'm just like I don't work there anymore they don't work in the on in the environment anymore I'm just like I feel like it's enough removal that nobody will be put in a bad position and I don't know that, that they all were specifically doing stuff but one of my former coworkers was like he was doing pills just like like literally, like where you would see on like Skins or something, which is one of my favorite TV shows, where they're just like, I don't know what that pill was. I just took it. I don't know what was laced in that. <laughs> what was laced in that thing? I smoked. I just smoked it. And, just, oh it's like, and then alive. I would go off to a party, and I'm just like, you don't know what was in it. Like the way my anxiety is set up. <laughs> like I have you know, being a young college student experienced literally once or twice. I don't know that it was ever more than twice, but once or twice, I'm trying to do a little of a this and a that. And my anxiety was just like, even though I would be sitting there laughing in my heart and in my mind, I'd be like, I don't like this. I don't like the way this feels. I don't like what's happening. I don't want just, I just want this to end, but I did it up to one or two times because I was like, everyone else makes this sound like so fun and interesting. And then by the time I got to that second time, I was like, nah, bro, it ain't for me. Like, mm. But I, in my mind, I'm like, I'm trying not to judge other people who do it because clearly it does do something for them. Mm. That's why they keep doing it. But I'm also just like, I don't enjoy it. And then the other thing that I will say bothers me and I try not to judge people for When it comes to weed specifically, I have a strong sense of smell and I feel like I could smell that and taste it on people from like a mile away. And I'm just like, it don't, it don't smell and taste good. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to, well, some people would be good about whatever they mixed it with. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but I'm just like, if you're in my environment smelling rank or if I'm dating you and you taste Heavily of <laughs> grass. I'm just like I. I don't. I don't. When I don't want to kiss you, <laughs> tasted like that. That's not. mm-mm.
1: That's funny. I would feel that way about a smoker, like a cigarette smoker, but. Not so much as we, but the way it sounds like, cause you said dibble and dab, it sounds like you might've experimented more with dibbling and dabbing than me. So now I'm, I'm a little interested. No. <laughs> Here's no. the hardest thing I've ever done, I'll say is marijuana. I remember we had a friend go abroad and she went to one of those uh, countries where you could do everything. And she came back and she told us about all these things she did. And that was the one time where I was like, if I'm going to do like crazy drugs, it's going to be this year because she told us about all these things and she lived to tell the tale. And I just felt like (laughs) (laughs) I could also live to tell the tale. But after that year, I lost all interest. I was like, no, I have no desire to do it. But around here, like people like, hey, you want to do a party favor? Hey, you want to do a line? Like, it's kind of common. And I'm like, no, I'm good. And it used to make me self conscious like, "Oh, I'll go in the bathroom with y'all, but I'm not gonna do it, but now I'm just like, "No, I'll stay at the bar, No, I'll order no alcohol. I'll get the poison drug of my choice, which is alcohol, alcohol is a poison and a drug, but I feel like right. I can control how much alcohol I consume, I see what they're putting in there, and I can stop right. putting powder in a pill, I don't know if it's freaking and and histamine or it's cocaine or crack or meth or freaking baby powder. You know what I mean? So Right. You know. And yes, so that's that's a part of it. Because
0: as we are literally doing the episode where we are engaging in illegal mm-hmm. drug, <laughs> being alcohol, and I'm talking about do I judge people who do drug use? I feel like being someone who partakes in alcohol, like I can't I don't wanna look at folks and just be like, Oh, you're trash if you do anything. <laughs> but like you said, with with drinking, I, I don't tend to, like drink alone like I'm definitely trying to be a social drinker or even like I like to smoke hookah it ain't as fun to do it if the homies can't have that <laughs> as they say like it's not fun for me to drink by myself it's not fun for me to do hookah by myself so certain stuff like that I'm just like I wouldn't just do it just because like at the most I'll have like a glass of wine and I'll do that because I like need help getting to sleep or something mm-hmm. um and then I feel like I don't have um, like a history with addiction or like an issue with addiction. So I can control my alcohol consumption. But if I were to then take certain drugs, again, being like something like meth or cocaine or heroin or pills or whatever that have addictive properties within them. I'm like, I feel like I'm putting myself more at risk. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have mm-hmm. addiction um, within my family line, but i I could still end up addicted because this is an addictive product
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> and i don't I don't
0: know I'm just like i i I don't want to feel like I think less of people who do that, but because I know, and as you point out, like I'm not someone that does these things like I'm voluntarily like now nah, I'm good on that, like I try to let people who are gonna smoke smoke mhm like I'm like you know, they'll offer it to me and I'll be like, no thanks. <laughs> and I feel like I'm not being judgmental, but I'm also just like, would that be different if they were doing something other than smoking? Mm-hmm. If they were like like you were saying, I don't have that many people around me who are like, You wanna do a All line? Right. I have a fr- <laughs> yeah. I have a friend who um we have a friend actually we were hanging out with someone that I knew from college and apparently he said something about doing cocaine and she always remembers that. And I don't remember (laughs) him saying that because (laughs) we were up all night, just like hanging out drinking or whatever. And he had to work the next day and we were just kind of going to be like chilling. Mm -hmm. And she said that he said he was about to do cocaine so that he could stay awake (laughs) And I always am just like, I don't remember that, but I'm also would not be surprised if that person did say something like that.
1: Interesting.
0: But but even that energy, like, that's literally the plot of flight. Like, this is on Washington's character. I had to watch that movie maybe a couple of times because I was like, Is he a general addict? No, he's a drunk. But because he's a drunk, he has now taken up a cocaine addiction (laughs) (laughs) to be able to stay awake long enough to maintain his flight pilot career. That is some dangerous, like, you know walking along the line type stuff and that's how I feel like some of these people in power politicians maybe like Andrew Gillum like I don't know if he has a I don't know if he actually does have an issue Mm. with meth Mm. but maybe he has to take meth in order (laughs) to do what it was that he was trying to do with that male escort like i'm just saying that's
1: a good point maybe it's the fact that i need to take this drug to be able to do this or to feel this kind of pleasure in regards to this so it's like definitely gateway systems that's a good thing that you pointed out i also want to point out that i feel like maybe everyone hasn't seen flight because just three days ago they arrested a pilot who was like stumbling during check-in and everything like that and they tested him and he was drunk as a skunk and i'm like you about to put thousands, hundreds of lives at risk. I don't know how many flights you have scheduled today and stumble in here. And I'm just like, testing should be mandatory for all of them. Cause he was just checking in. He wasn't even like getting tested. Definitely. Someone happened to see him and was like, yo, you know, blew the whistle. But I'm just like, you have the nerve, the nerve. And I'm also like, there aren't, but so many pilots in the world. So maybe your co-pilot would have just been like, oh, I'll take over. So I'm also like, shame on you co-pilots. If you're letting this behavior continue, like, oh, that's just Denzel. That's just how he is what <laughs> so, that's what happened in flight like the copilot knew Yep, yeah. <laughs> yeah, knew his ass was
0: drunk it was like i'm i'm gonna fly this plane because you on some other stuff and then he
1: ended up dead right. it was just a lie <laughs> sorry spoilers for flight y'all yeah, but Stevie, you should still go see it because it gets good. I do have a question. Right. This, that's just the beginning right. part. I have a question. Do you think if he hadn't been hopped up on stuff that he wouldn't have saved as many people as he did? In the yeah, movie? Of course. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I think <In> the movie.
0: <laughs> I think that I don't know if cocaine literally does allow you to focus <laughs> but it, uh, my understanding is it allows you to stay awake. <laughs> so I do think that, that it probably did help him to be able to lock in in that moment and do what he had to do. Okay.
1: Got you. It's a lot. Okay. Ooh-wee! That was a big, this is a safe space entry. We about to hit the one-hour mm-hmm. mark. <laughs> we might need two sponsorships in this episode. <laughs> Give us more money! All right, all right, all right. It's time to move on to the meat and potatoes. So, Mandy. (laughs) Oh wait! We gotta take our shot. (laughs) We gotta take another shot. (laughs) (laughs) Almost forgot. I did it. Okay, moving the microphone over. Three, two, one. Shut off. Mm. (sighs) Humming, humming. All right. I guess you enjoyed it. I did. It. <laughs> I, oh, this is a good drink. Ayo. Okay. What's on your plate for today?
0: Um, I said I didn't want to talk about the Rona, but I don't look at this being specifically about the Rona. Mm-hmm. My meat and potatoes is basically how I feel like I'm going to have to restart my social distancing. What? So this is going to probably be, hopefully be, my last podcast that I record while being in Florida. Mm. Um, a couple of days after this episode will ultimately be posted, I should be flying back home. And I would have been in Florida for over, for almost three weeks, and literally would have been in my Social distancing for over two weeks. Again, as well, but because I'm going to be getting on a plane, Mm -hmm. um, I've already, uh, I won't say acquired because I don't have it in my possession yet, but I've already made provisions to have like a mask and a Mm -hmm. glove and all of that good stuff Mm -hmm. to be and you know try and put. And my sister said I could put some some wet wipes or what are these things called you know these disinfectant disinfectant wipes wipes, in a ziploc bag to take with me on a plane Mm -hmm. and all some kind of stuff like I feel like I'm making the provisions but because I'm going to be literally putting myself into a transitional environment and then a whole new environment I feel like I'm going to need to restart my social distancing and so that makes me think about what all I'm gonna have to now get myself prepared for being back at home so I talked a little bit about it in my intro where I said I have a lot of canned beans waiting for me at home but besides that I don't really have any food because I've been gone for basically i would have been gone for basically three weeks like you know i wasn't trying to keep stuff in my mm-hmm. fridge or in my home because i knew i wasn't gonna be there but i also didn't know the world was going to when i landed off of my mm-hmm. plane so <laughs> all of the chaos and drama that people have been having like at the grocery stores like i know i have um hand washing soap but I might need to buy more bathing soap or I might need to buy more toilet paper and paper towels I know I'm definitely gonna have to buy food and I'm just like I don't know what's gonna be waiting for me when I get home one of my friends who I have like washing my home she was like yeah you ain't got no food in the house and I'm just like I know I'm just like I'm and just I'm just Like, when I've been here in Florida and had to go to the store, and we've mainly just been getting small things and, like, a lot of water and stuff, it's been fine, but I'm just, like, I don't know what the environment is going to be like when I get home, and I could just only hope that it will be less chaotic for when I get home. I'm not really going to want to eat out. I tend to to really be good about not shopping every week anyways. They're going to the store every couple of days like apparently other people seem to do but I'm just like I need that when I do get to the store there not be no problems you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yeah that's my meat and potatoes is just like hoping and praying that when I go back home I won't have to like ravage for good.
1: Mm-hmm. Not ravage child. Ooh. Mm-hmm.
0: I guess you don't have nothing for me. you just like, yeah, you might have to have it.
1: (laughs) I feel like I've done everything I could do. I told all our listeners and supporters, you included, to, like, order ahead of time, do your Instacart, do your delivery, get your frozen stuff, or even if that's what you can't do. First thing you should do, though, is just go to the store as soon as it opens. But be careful, because they're doing these elderly hours now, so you don't want to get there, and they're like, you got to wait an hour, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would just say as soon as it opens, usually you can find stuff if you're there. Like when the store opens, I did that this past week and there was a line. I was like, really? And then I was like, yeah, that makes sense. So <laughs> the store opens. I can do yeah, that. I know I can you can. Get I believe up, in you. In the store, oh, you told us oh, you have you. okay. You told us you have this new work opportunity. What's that looking like for you during this social distancing time? Are you heading back? So I
0: have also yeah been checking in on that. I um even emailed them this morning cuz the last time I talked to them was like last week and they were just like we're still confirming your background check but it should be done soon and then we'll let you know when you would be able to start type of energy. Is basically what she said. But I'm just like <laughs> It does. That don't feel solid. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. I have a question. Do you Mm -hmm. ever get nervous? Like knowing that you, your background is fine. Everything's good. Do you ever get nervous when they're doing a background check on you? Or even like when you're going to the store and you're paying for something, you know, you have money, but your card is like processing, processing. I'm like, what if it says decline, but I know I have money in my account. (laughs) Do you ever find yourself nervous during those (laughs) times?
0: So generally I don't get nervous. Like again talking back to my this is a safe space when they're like oh this this job requires drug testing I'm like oh I'm good on that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like usually I'm not nervous, but this background check I will say was a more thorough, uniquely mm-hmm. thorough than I've ever had to experience. Like they were doing background checks on my employment experience specifically mm-hmm. and wanted evidence that i worked at all the places i said that i worked which for people who be lying on their resume stuck <laughs> you know, like they, they, exactly mm-hmm. but for me i wasn't lying but there were still like certain things like places that i worked on often places that i worked at off and on like i put that i worked there in 27 in 2015 and they were like we only saw that you worked there in 2016 and so I had to go into my archives to be like here's proof I worked there in 2015 like things that things like that where I'm just like I've never had to experience this level like usually it's just like pass fail and I always pass Mm -hmm. so it's just weird because of this whole coronavirus situation quarantining situation where I'm like if I was going through this regularly I would feel inconvenienced Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't be worried because I would still be like oh by the time I get back I'll still be able to start and now I'm like every extra thing that I have to do feels like a delay from my start date and then they're gonna add extra time because of the corona or because of COVID-19 or whatever and I'm just like no I know no no like I get it but I I need money coming in (laughs) Like, my circumstances um, were already separate from whatever chaos was going on in the world where I was going to need to be working immediately. And now, with all this chaos that's going on in the world, like, I I have tried to sign up for, like, the whole student loan thing with zero Mm -hmm. interest. I tried to call to make sure I had that. I've been checking in with my local utilities to see, like, what their policies are about if you can't pay your bills for this month, and I'm just like, I don't know. Again, God having my back. If he's like, you know, you may have a delayed start, but you may also not have to pay certain bills immediately because of X, Y, and Z. I'm just like, I'm just trying to, again, make sure I will
1: be good. Yeah. So prepare, 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 and then prepare some more. hmm. hmm. <laughs>
0: And a lot of stuff that, like you said, I feel like i would be prepared for. Like, I'm prepared for in my cleaning stuff. I clean my apartment before I mm-hmm. left. I know I have cleaning materials. I'm not worried about that whole disinfecting thing. I'm literally just worried about making sure I can eat <laughs> when I get home. Because I did that. I was like, oh, yeah, there's this stuff going around. I need my me and myself and my place to be clean and disinfected. So I did all that before I left. But... That was still before the world decided <laughs> to go into a overall quarantine. <laughs> and I'm just like uh, I've been
1: asking people this, but I want to ask you too, do you think it's silly that I'm still thinking about traveling next month?
0: I say yes and no because I know that that I will be able to see. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'm just Aww, like that's nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like I'm not like don't come, but I'm also like, I want you to to not be your regular frugal self. I want you to consider airlines that you don't typically consider like Southwest because Mm -hmm. (laughs) Southwest (laughs) offers, you know, two free checked bags and they were having certain deals where it's like you can, if you don't ultimately get to take your trip. You can um what's it called like free rescheduling oh. or whatever. Certain things, but I know that you you do things like the cheapest ticket that got you stopping <laughs> in in two different places and I'm like, "Why would you like I know it's going to be more money, but you're exposing yourself more." So, if you're going to do that, then yeah, I don't want you to come. <laughs> I don't want you to take the trip.
1: So I also have something else to say. I remember that episode like two weeks, three weeks ago where I was really, really sick. And I said it was like my toothbrush and everything like that. I saw a friend like four times that week. And that friend told me like recently, they were like, I think you had the virus and you beat it. And I was like, no. and They were like, yeah. And I was like, no it was just a mouth bacteria thing i need to change my toothbrush heads but they were like super convinced as if god came down and told them hey you know your friend uh ollie i gave her the virus but she beat it <laughs> she's like they were very mm-hmm. convinced about it and i was like no they were like yeah you had it and i was like i don't think so so there's a
0: lot of people who feel that way meek mills think he had the virus <laughs> so he said back in december <laughs> i was like all right <laughs> I was like, I don't know that it was stateside back in December, but unless you had made a little special trip to China that none of us knew about, sure. Did you see
1: what Cardi said? And I was like, everybody was like, protect her. She exposing truths and stuff. She was like, I think some celebrities have been paid to say that they have it just to influence other people to stay inside and to stay calm and to chill out. Mm. And I was just like, interesting interesting are these the same celebrities
0: who was paid to sing songs that apparently nobody
1: you know I, <laughs> I saw your friend tyler starting that thing off and i was like don't nobody want to do that don't nobody want to do that tyler yeah what's his name Who's Not Tyler? Ty- yeah tyler perry the... oh i thought you said <laughs> creator? the creator nah, i would have say his whole name Tyler Perry starting to uh he the, the only thing I saw him do hands, uh, like,
0: <laughs> that reminds me of that episode of, fam- of Family Matters <laughs> did they do that on Family Matters <laughs> <laughs> unless Lil White and what's her name something Michelle Laura was- <laughs> yeah <laughs> Unless they singing it. I don't want to hear nobody singing it. Unless Carl Winslow is singing it. I don't want to hear nobody singing it. Unless Lil Richie is singing it. No, I'm just
1: playing. Have you seen him? Adult Richie is crazy big. Like, got guns. Hands. Mm-hmm. Handsome. He's very handsome. Very.
0: Alright. Every time I see Eddie Winslow, I would be like, I don't know if I need to see you. Like, He's scary. You scare me. And he he's constantly playing a scary dude on stuff now. And I've heard like he had little stuff against
1: him, and I'm just like, ah, what happened to the old Eddie Winslow? <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh, I want to know what happened to um his name wasn't Bullethead. What was his name? Oh, Waldo. Waldo. That was his name. Oh, I want to know what happened to Waldo. I feel like he's probably yoked out now. You know, it's always the people that were like underdogs. No. Like- He's good. Yoked out? And healthy. Yoked out means muscular. What's yoked out mean? Oh. <laughs> nah, he. She said,
0: no. I thought was yoked healthy. out. You made it sound I like a drug you, thing.
1: I, See, you got something against. And get that's what trigger. I thought you were saying.
0: I do got something against <laughs> people who are drugs. I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. you The right. <laughs> I thought, I did didn't think you was talking about drugs. <laughs> he's not on <laughs> drugs. He's yoked he okay, out. It means he's muscular. I'm sorry, people. I hope that those of. Is- people who potentially listen to our podcast who are drug users. I'm sorry for judging you, but Ollie doesn't judge you. If that helps, please still listen to our podcast. Do all
1: your drugs, but just don't OD around me because I don't want to be a witness. Oh,
0: Lord. I mean that. See, that's the I'm just like, I don't want nobody mm-hmm. to OD. I just want everybody to be happy and healthy. So- like, can you do it? Set my record. <laughs> like, that's, I just, I but don't know. We're not on that segment no more.
1: Just <laughs> make people happy. They, they so, do. If that's what you want to do, I can't tell what you do if you're adult. I can give you warnings to heed, but if you're going to choose to get crazy, that's fine. But don't do it in my premise because I don't want to be a witness. I don't want to file out a report. I don't want to have to notify people. So that's it. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, it's my turn. What's your meat and potato? All right, right. Yeah. So I just, it'll be kind of brief, but we can definitely talk about it. I just want to say, as someone who used to often go to others for advice and hear different perspectives, I just want it to be known that someone asking you for advice is a request and is not a mandatory follow through. I had someone recently get very perturbed and upset after I asked them for advice, but still made a decision that I felt was right for me that was different than the advice they gave. And I just kind of had to check them, for lack of a better term, and be like, hey, 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 I appreciate you listening to the situation, and I appreciate you giving me your advice, but that doesn't mean I have to follow through with your advice. Like, that's not what Uh this is. I didn't ask you to tell me what to do. I said, what do you think about this? So... I just Mm -hmm. want to reiterate to people who maybe get like, butthurt or upset or like, well, why are you coming to me anyways? Like if someone comes to you and they feel like they can talk to you or confide in you and trust in you, or they value your opinion, that doesn't mean they have to go with your opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: asked me for my advice and I and she'll never be doing no, what stop I said. I knew you were
1: gonna do that. I knew you were gonna do that. No, no, let's be real, let's be real to the people. Y'all, the last time I asked Mandy for her advice, she was like, She told me No, I wasn't even asking for her advice. This is what happened. I was telling her about this advice I was getting from another friend, and she was like, Well, I would advise you to do this, so it would be different, but you're gonna do what you wanna do anyway. And I was like, Whoa, flashback to my mom <laughs> but I don't feel like I say it in a motherly
0: judgmental way I'm just saying based off of the history of what we have experienced Like there have been
1: honestly I feel like I'm taking your advice a lot though honestly I want to ask for an
0: example but we're on the
1: podcast I feel like you can't name three times where you've advised A and I've been like I think I'm going to go with X, Y, Z.
0: I feel like I could, but again, we on some podcast, but I don't think that you'd like do it to be contrary or anything. I'm just, I just think that you're like, you want to know. My options? Sometimes I feel like you come, yeah, like yeah. sometimes I feel like you come to me because you know I'm probably going to have a different <laughs> idea than what you were already thinking and Which you want good. to know. Right, like you want to know what that, other idea is to confirm that what it is that you're already planning to do is the right decision for you you're like well what are the other options i can't think of them let me ask mandy (laughs) she'll probably have the idea okay this is what mandy
1: said cool cool i know that what i was gonna do is the right thing (laughs) i do want to say this for the record I value Mandy's opinion a lot. And for us to be so similar Mm -hmm. in so many different regards, we are very, very different in a lot of different regards. But I value her opinion. And some of it is like, I think these are the options, but yeah, let me check with her. Yeah, those are the options. I'm gonna go with option A, which is what I already decided, but it's glad to, it's good to know. Cause sometimes I do hear the other options that I'm like contemplative. I'm like, okay, maybe I shouldn't go with what I said. Or if I do go at what I said, I'm going to feel some kind of way about it because I know I had other options and I should have probably gone with B. So it's more like a self-conscious type of thing as well, but it's never, at least In my perspective, it's never like, I'm going to go to you, get your opinion, waste your time and do what I want to do anyway. That's not how it is. (laughs) (laughs) I don't take it that way, but. But I definitely look
0: at it like you feel like you need to know what else is out there so that you know that you're doing what's best for you, which I completely understand.
1: Mm -hmm. I will also say this too. Not only is it I value your opinion, if I look at most of my friends who know what's going on with me, like really going on, I confide in you a whole lot. So it's kind of like By default, like, okay, she's been abreast the most or with the latest information. So I kind of have to go to her. But there are a couple of things, even this past week, I wanted to talk to you about. And I was like, I don't want to be the dead horse and I don't want to keep rehashing this. So I haven't gone to you. I've just been trying to figure it out myself. So
0: I feel like you're the type of person that makes decisions once you're sure within yourself like you're not just gonna make a decision on a whim like you're very thoughtful about those things so when you've made a decision on something you're not just gonna turn back and be like oh I regret that (laughs) like you've thought it out thoroughly
1: I don't think I've ever said that in my entire life that's why I'm laughing (laughs) I don't think I've ever said I regretted something so that's interesting Exactly. So that's why I'm like, yeah,
0: you didn't take my opinion, but I also know that that's what you wanted to do. Like, that's what made sense to you. So it doesn't hurt my feelings that you didn't do what I suggested because it was never my business. You know what I mean? Like, it was never going to be my life. It was never, as long as it wasn't something that was going to directly affect me. It's not like you were asking me, should I slap you in the face? Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, please don't. And then you slapped me Mm -hmm. anyway. It's crazy. <laughs>
1: Y'all, let me tell you about this time that Mandy consciously punched me while I was asleep. Listen, so we were young lads. We were young lads. (laughs) We were not that young. We were not that young. Anyways, we were were young young guys. We were not that young. (laughs) And I was asleep. And apparently. What are you calling? And apparently apparently I move a lot in my sleep. And we were sharing like this huge bed. Her bed was huge at the time. So we were sharing this huge bed. We were all sprawled out. Apparently yeah, you apparently, always be on my side. Apparently, apparently <laughs> I was stretching in my sleep and I tapped Mandy on the face. That is not what happened. That is not what happened. She thought it was appropriate. If it was a tap? She thought it was appropriate to wake up consciously and punch me, bop me in my nose. <laughs> she bumped me in my nose y'all and I don't I don't remember if I woke up out of my sleep or if I stirred or what but I remember when I finally did like wake up and get conscious I was like you punched me <laughs> she was like yeah cause you 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 grazed me and I was like that's- and I was like <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> let you finish but she's taking a long time to tell this that's Like, that's not cool like I was <laughs> asleep when it happened she's like but it still happened so eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. And I was like, that's not right. I don't think that's godly at all. So, that's the time that Mandy puts me in my sleep. No, no, no. Now that you, are you done telling your half untruth?
0: Half truth? If you like to that was true.
1: tell your version of the truth, then go ahead.
0: Oh, yeah. Feel free. I'm so ready. So... <laughs> To be clear, that was not the first time that I Ali you, had me. hit me in my face. I'm
1: quiet. I'm quiet. That was the first time you let
0: me And know. it. Was a Let's be be real. And that was a. And it was the first time because I was sick of it for every other time. And it is a very large bed. And Ollie has this thing about how she likes to be close to people, regardless of how big the bed is. <laughs> So no matter how much I tried to scooch away from her, she'd be up on me and then she would hit me in my face. I'm a natural cuddler. You can be a natural cuddler, but you can't be up on me and then hit me in my face. So because I was like, I'm trying to have personal space and avoid getting hit and you keep coming up on me and then hitting in my face, I have to hit you back in my face. It was a reflex because I was like, I can't go nowhere else <laughs> and I can't do nothing else to prevent myself from being hit. So I said, I hit her back. I did. I did it. But she woke up and she learned not to do that again. <laughs> so let to say what that was, a life lesson. <laughs> it was totally on purpose it was totally uh specifically meant for her I can't even think of the word I'm trying to think about but yeah I hit her I hit her in the face because she hit me in the face and it wasn't no tap that she hit me in the face because it woke me up out my sleep in order to be conscious enough to hit
1: conscious and deliberate
0: (laughs) conscious and deliberate (laughs) are the right (laughs) words because when she woke me up to the point where I could be conscious and deliberate enough to say, I'm going to hit her back. But it woke her up enough to be conscious and deliberate when she ain't done it again.
1: (laughs) That ain't right. That ain't right. That ain't right. that ain't right I didn't do it on purpose (laughs) and you never told me why did you okay let's talk about that why didn't you ever tell me that I was doing this before in my sleep I don't know when
0: and how it would have came up but we had the conversation when we were meant to have it which was we both got slapped in the middle of the night and we both learned we don't want to be slapped
1: (laughs) you learned that right um, I didn't have to learn. I feel like if you would have told me, hey, Ali, you've been hitting me in your sleep and it hurts. I'm not cool with it. Like try to stay over there, then I would have done my best to stay on the other side. I feel
0: like I probably told you not to be up on me, even if I didn't say you were hitting me. And you were like, but I like okay. it. <laughs>
1: You did say that. You were like, and everyone says that. All of my girlfriends, if we end up sleeping in the same bed, are like, okay, you're a little too close. And I'm like, my body does that by itself. My feet will pop up, my arms will lay over. Like, I am a natural cuddler. And I don't mean like intentionally, I mean, I will go to sleep and all of a sudden, like, I'm trying to cuddle with whoever's in the bed. It doesn't matter who it is. If it's a dog, if it's my girlfriend, if it's, if I have a boyfriend, like, I'm just a natural cuddler. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't feel like I should be punished for that, but (laughs) you're not being punished for the cuddling, you're being punished for the slapping in the face. (sighs) So says you, so says you. Did I ever slap you again? so moving on to our underappreciated awards <laughs> you guys know what that means it's time to grab your drink hear a drink take a drink isn't that what it, see a shot take a shot what's going on right now hear a drink right and nobody it. has invited me to do it oh, and that's fine i didn't no one invited me either but no 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 no, no nobody, I'm, I'm okay, okay with not being a part of either. these either uh, okay. Why say <laughs> Look at was you trying gone. to be alone by yourself? No, no. Um, I'm in the same like, club by myself. You. I'm like, no, I got a ticket too. <laughs> no, I just didn't want you to
0: be like, oh, I'm gonna go on social media and, and tag you in the ticket shot. I'm good, fam. Like, there's so many challenges and things yeah. that have been going on, yeah. and I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of watching other people <laughs> do it. So I definitely don't want. Anyone to invite me to do it. Like, I think for maybe, excuse me, the first 30 minutes that I saw other people doing it, I'm like, why ain't nobody tagged me? And then after the 80th time of watching other people <laughs> take a shot or do a push up right. or do some sort of dance challenge, I was right. like, if I don't see nothing else on my timeline, <laughs> Lord have mercy.
1: So y'all bored, bored. You can tell this, y'all. Oh, doing right, like, you can tell like this.
0: <laughs> You can tell this is other people's first time just being at home for long extended periods. Like I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. Like I do not need someone to to give me a challenge to find ways to entertain myself, to be home by myself. I'm good on that. Mm
1: -hmm. I am good on that. Yeah. But I don't mind us like having our see a shot, take a shot things. Like I think that would be fun. Uh, um, I feel like our group chat has reignited a little bit, just a little bit. So I do appreciate that part of it. But yeah, some of these people ain't never worked from home before. You can definitely tell. <laughs> I
0: feel like we should name this this podcast a shot per per segment,
1: so everybody already know what they're getting into. Mm, a shot per segment. <laughs> like, Interesting. I was thinking I'm a natural cuddler, but all right, a shot that per- could go too. <laughs> I just, you done cut out again. I just want them to be
0: prepared to be like, right. to know, mm-hmm. okay, okay, yeah, the energy that we're bringing to the podcast, right. which is, this is the drinking podcast, right. and that they could maybe join us.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, I, th- I think I'm okay with that. I don't know if you want to do for SEO, we could do like a drink champs type of thing. I don't know if that might be a little too on the nose, but... What's SEO? Search engine optimization. So we'll get more hits and more people jumping on it. Cause Drink Champs, you know, is its own little YouTube thing.
0: Mm. But yeah, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you do that because I don't know what. I was <laughs> like, you said word search engine optimization in your robot lady voice, and I was just like, I don't know what she's talking Dang, about. I not I robot lady about. voice. Not literally, but you know, search engine optimization. That's my robot lady voice.
1: This is my robot lady voice. <laughs> Self-engine optimization. Engage. That was Initiated. Oh, yeah. Self-destruct. 10, 9, 8, Ooh. 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Kablooey. Yeah, you're a great robot lady. Thank you. We appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, all right, all right, all right. You ready? All right, you ready to do this last shot? Okay, three,
1: <laughs> two. Wait, 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 wait. You said last shot. Like you don't have any more drink left. And this the last segment. You okay? All right. Well, all right. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do Are it. we not in the underappreciated Yes, rest? but I didn't think you were done with your drink.
0: Well, I didn't know you were you- it out
1: like that. That's I told you offline. I only had
0: 200 milliliters.
1: So. You did tell me that. You're right. All right. I'm just going to take a big gulp then. <laughs> All, right. All right. Three, two, one, take off. All right. So, yeah,
0: I did have to pace it because I was drinking in between. So, I had to be like enough for every shot and enough to drink mm-hmm. while we were doing the segments.
1: That makes sense. Ooh. 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 ooh, 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 ooh. That was shaking, not stirred. I right. yeah, that definitely sounded like a big gulp. Listen, Jeez. listen. Cheers, <laughs> cheers. You did that perfect. What was that? Is that the Drake noise? It is. Oh my goodness, you did that so great! And what's the other? Um... It's because Jake stole it from the Jamaicans
0: and the other Caribbean oh, people. Did it?
1: Yeah. I didn't know it was cultural like that. I just thought it was the Jake noise, but I believe you. <laughs> oh, can you do that other thing? That Miami, Miami. What is it? What is it? That line that you say? I don't know. Which is up, you do. Did I say? No. Yeah. Well, your friend taught you how to say it because they say it funny, but that Miami or Ma no, mommy. Mommy. It's that mommy line. I know. It's from a song. I don't know and which is that it, you do it in oh,
0: the like, wow. Yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> my,
1: bad. Oh. my bad. For some reason it was Miami and I was like, No, it's not Miami, it's mommy.
0: <laughs> you think of Miami because I didn't nobody taught me how to do that. I am and if he ever listens to this, I hope he knows. I am a fan slash I have a crush on Cameron from Dormtainment. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh and yeah, the, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and the um, damn, now I can't think. What's the what's the podcast called? Ch- comedy, comedy Trap House Podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you almost said it. <laughs> <laughs> And he yeah, brought yeah. to my attention that line and um, no guidance <laughs> that Drake says. He's like, Try to do that thing in 3D, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> and now every time I hear it, yeah. and I laugh, but I also think about Cameron. So, yeah. yeah. That's a good line. Yeah. But that's like, there's another line that Drake used to say to me and my ex. We we'll talk about when well, he had that one song, Oh, uh, that one song that was with Soldier Boy. When they'd be like, I would say, if like low key, that would have been the song that we um <laughs> that we would if we ever had got married, which clearly isn't gonna happen. Now he's my ex, but if we got married, that would have been the song that we came out to because we always would be like rocking to that song. Mm-hmm. and to be like and where we made it <laughs> <laughs> but he always like this one line it wasn't Drake that said it it was a girl that said it. When, it when when the girl says go off <laughs> he used to love that <laughs> part he like you fly out your lady I fly out my latest and something 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 I don't remember but then she'd be like go off <laughs>
1: I don't have to listen to it, it don't sound Go familiar
0: on. to me. What song is this? I can't even remember the name of the song right now. Let me see if I can find it. But yeah, I'm very much someone who takes the random part of an ad lib. And that's the, the whole thing I remember from the song. So if I don't remember nothing else, it'll be like what other people would think is the most random insignificant part
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how i felt about that song remember that person we don't listen to anymore and you were just like no that's not the song and i was like yes it is and it turned out it was the mm-hmm. ad-lib part
0: <laughs> yep. I, re- I remember it mm-hmm. i don't think we're talking about on the podcast i can't spell right now i'm trying to google <laughs> and i can't spell so <laughs> s-o-u-l-j-a-b-o-i
1: aka young draco b-o-y and it's it's called we made it it's called we made it we, yeah i've never heard that song i don't
0: think Soldier Boy. you definitely heard well i guess it's originally it was by soldier boy and then drake took the the sample slash beat as he often
1: does is it that in where we made it that song yeah okay okay okay. yeah i know that song there yeah soldier boy was upset about that that was funny that was a funny like little couple of weeks all right mandy we've taken our shots who and or what and or where and or why is receiving your underappreciated award for today
0: I have like 85 underappreciated awards mm-hmm. and I want to give them to every person that I wrote down mm-hmm. so uh-huh. I want to give my underappreciated award uh-huh. to painting because when mm-hmm. I go home and if I don't immediately start this job I can't wait to get to my canvases and paint and be creative and be able to do some painting
1: <laughs> I want to give another underappreciated Mama award I can't be off at 3 so <laughs> enjoy it while you can <laughs> 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 i want to give
0: another underappreciated award to ryan nija okay aka nija Heiji is one of the original mm-hmm. youtube celebrities and mm-hmm. had 200 million subscribers back before youtube was even paying their people for the amount of subscriptions and adver- advertisements mm-hmm. and all that stuff people had like he was he was it he was everything and gosh darn it he was funny and sometimes I just think about him because I'm just like he was a pioneer in this business Mm -hmm. and all these little quick five minute wannabe viral sensations I'm just like y'all don't even know y'all don't even know Y'all don't even know I about Samitra Hija.
1: Y'all don't even know. Put some respect on his name. This guy paved the way for all the content creators. I'll say it. Exactly. Exactly. And then last, I want to give my underappreciated
0: award again. It is still Women's History Month. Mm-hmm. And I want to give it to Octavia Spencer mm-hmm. for a couple of things. One for her portrayal as Madam C.J. Walker in the Netflix film Self-Made or many series. I'm still in the middle of watching it, but I am enjoying her portrayal. Mm-hmm. And I'm enjoying when she's out here on the, what's that thing called? Um, when you're trying to get people to watch your stuff, I'm really feeling the liquor now. When <laughs> the promotion trail, <laughs> <laughs> when she's out here promoting mm-hmm. self-made, And she was like, I'm not touching nobody with no fist bump, no elbow bump. I'm just about to out here do Wakanda forever. And I felt that deep in my soul. And I'm like, Hex, yeah, you better do Wakanda forever. Don't touch nobody. Nobody. So I just want to shout out to Octavia Spencer for having, you know, common sense to be like, we not finna do this. And I care about my health. And I'm going to promote this thing because I worked hard on it and because I want people to watch it. And they're going to be at home anyways. But I'm also adhering to the knowledge of I can see the light on my Zancaster. (laughs) I can't stand the rain. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do a thing about samples this week too, but I'll save that for next week because I kept drinking singing Bow Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Ali can tell you. And I really, I just realized today that um, "Let me hold you" is a sample from Luther Vandross, mm-hmm. and I feel like I should have knew that. hmm. Mm-hmm. I just remember and there's just be so many samples let me stop talking we are the underappreciated words and I'm just tipsy now and I'm just having an emotional conversation about samples so Ollie who's
1: receiving your underappreciated awards my underappreciated awards is going to a well deserved group of people my underappreciated awards is going to a group of people that understand you got two ears and one mouth my underappreciated awards is going to a group of people like i'm not your friend but i you can still lean on me My underappreciated award is going to parents who listen to and talk with their children. Let me run that back. My (laughs) underappreciated award is going to parents who listen to and talk with their children, not talk to, not talk about, talk with their children. It's few and far between, and I just want to give y'all a highlight because you ain't got to be best friends to listen to your kid. You ain't got to be homies to actually hear what someone is saying. So I just want to give them a shout-out. Shout-out to y'all. Mm-hmm. Listen to your y'all. children. I don't three of y'all that exist, but that's neither here nor there. All true, y'all. <laughs> And if you feel like this doesn't apply to you, work on it. Work on it to make it apply. Work on becoming someone that your parents want to go to instead of going to their friends that are their age who got about the same level of knowledge as them and they just two knuckleheads trying to figure out a problem together and they're going to have knucklehead solutions. So that's all I got to say for that.
0: <laughs> I like the memes that have been going around with the the parents. And they started with one kid, but they just be like, Showing it where they do try and listen to their kid, but their kid don't be talking about nothing, and it's that one thing All where right. the kid be like, "And I didn't. And I just wanted to And I um. And and I just wanted to say. And if they. And um. And and, and 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 I'm just like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, because I don't have any kids, but I have worked with kids, and I've been a nanny and a babysitter. Uh-huh. You've been a nanny and a babysitter, yep. Yep. And, and that's what it uh-huh. is. That's waiting for them Mm -hmm. because while they are so smart and can memorize all kinds of things, their brains are still formulating the words of what they want to express Mm -hmm. within their hearts and feelings. Mm -hmm. And that takes time. And as an adult, it takes patience to wait for the (laughs) child to formulate the words of whatever it is they try to express.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) I've seen the videos that make, I think, me cackle are the ones where it's like, mommy, mommy, look at what I can do. Mommy, I've been practicing all day. Mommy, look, look, look. And the mom is like, what? And they do like a renegade, renegade. <laughs> but like the same stuff. Just the same thing. Yeah. The mom, the mom is literally like, I'm about to whoop you up behind. You're wasting my time. But you're right, Nandi. It takes some crazy level of patience to deal with children and I'm glad you said their brains aren't fully developed so you cannot treat them as full grown adults I know we're used to being around adults talking to adults dealing with adults children are not adults so keeping that in mind will probably help you out right adults
0: be having a hard enough time trying to express their thoughts and feelings and then you want to uh, expect a kid to hurry but say what it is they got to say they trying to figure it
1: out give them a minute <laughs> the other videos i've enjoyed seeing are the ones where the parents are pretending to have poop on their hands and they call their kids in to give them some tissue and they put the like nutella or their peanut butter on kids' (laughs) hands Uh some of them seem like they're scarred for life they're like oh my god what is this oh my god what is this but the last one i saw had the sweetest girl. She was like the mom was like, "I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry." And the girl's like, "It's okay, mommy. It's okay. I'll rub it. Off. I'll I'll clean it off right now. It's okay, mommy. It's okay. We made this. It's okay." And I was just like, "That's so sweet." And she was like, "You're not mad at me, no, mommy. I could never be mad at you. I love you." I was like, "Oh my god!"
0: <laughs> right. That's gonna
1: give you that itch, right? Because most of these you know? kids be like, they that nasty." yeah one girl she was like crying then laughing then crying and laughing i was like this is kind of (laughs) scary she She kept going in and out and i was like okay this ain't funny to me this is like psychotic behavior (laughs) so yeah all right mandy do you have a final sip left or no I can take the sip out of my mixed cup
0: because
1: the shots bottle is done. All right. So right. let me sip. Let's get that mixed cup together and I will get mine. Uh, <sighs> <sighs> okay. Oh, I wasn't supposed to take oh, it. All right. I, right I can do it again, the other way. This one. whole time we've been <laughs> counting down doing it together. Here you go. Oh. A one, a chomp. <laughs> three, a chunk. A two, three. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, three, two, one. Ooh, 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 ooh. So clearly that was a shot for you ooh. and a mixed drink for me, because I I'm not no. I it was the mixed drink, but I was at the bottom where all the liquor had settled. and uh, Goodness gracious, Jim bean vanilla is hitting, but y'all. Oh, that's your former mix?
0: Because I I made myself a dark and stormy. It was a dark and
1: stormy. I don't have any ginger beer. You know, I saw some on the shelf, but I have a thing about grabbing the last pack. I'm like, I don't know who moved it. I don't know who pushed this aside to get to the whatever's in the back, so I couldn't grab it. But I saw it, and I was like, I want some ginger beer. It was the last one. I bought
0: this ginger beer like I bought the rest of the liquor Some of which I kept at my cousin's house right before all this Vrona drama happened. I bought a whole bottle of Jack honey. I know we getting off on the tangent, but we've been drinking. I bought a whole bottle of Jack honey and then this little bottle of rum. And I left the bottle of Jack honey at my cousin's house because I was like, I'm not going to finish this whole bottle by myself. But you have yourself and roommates and so you guys should have it but then I took all the gingerbread home with me and here's the thing about Florida guys they got certain stores that have their own liquor section so technically I bought this liquor at a Walgreens
1: yo where I come what interjection do you remember when we went on that trip with those guys To Florida Mm -hmm. and Walmart, and we was up in Walmart. Yes, yes.
0: I remember Florida be like, "You want liquor? We give liquor. (laughs) We got right here for you in the everyday store. Where I come from, you gotta go to a package store. You gotta go to a very specific store,
1: (laughs) (laughs) specific." (laughs) Uh, I I forget about that trip sometimes you know I'm on I'm not on the book of faith so I don't see like memories or old photos pop up but then when I think about it I think about like how I was bloated at one point and I hated it and how was it and it was raining every day and then we met some guys and you the guy who was driving the fancy car was trying to talk to you and the guy with the missing teeth in the passenger seat was trying to talk to me I just remember it was some crazy you know what I remember (laughs) these guys
0: that we met. (laughs) And no, no, no it wasn't the guys. It was one guy. It was one guy that we met. And he happened to be from the same city that we were from. So so we were like movies. Oh yeah, let's hang out when we get back to our city. Mm-hmm. The issue was we both only met that one guy and Ali and I never liked the nope, same guy. Never. But we were both attracted yep. to and like that one guy. And he brought his friend yep. and we were both like we and there was nothing wrong with the friend. The friend was very nice and handsome, but we were both like, we don't want the friend. We want the main guy. And so even though we were interacting with both of them, we were both trying to be like distinct, unique. To be like, so who finna get the friend? Because we both like the main guy. And this, this, the friend. I literally could not date him if I wanted to because of all the people in the world to be from to, to whose family is from the same area of the UK where my family is from <laughs> and literally have similar last names yeah. of the family and and my and when i say when i say that my family is like a drop in a bucket of people that's just out here in the world, and he literally had the similar last names of people that I have family from, and similar family of. The, I was like, nah, I really can't date the friend because we might be related, and <laughs> I'm not. Which
1: I didn't find because that meant like by default. Well, so there wouldn't be any incest, that, you know, Ollie has to go with a friend. And I'm like, that's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> Needless to say, we
0: didn't see none of them people again. Yeah,
1: but I feel like that's because of the movie. Okay, so you guys, we ended up watching this movie. It was a scary movie, and it got to a point where it was disgusting. The one was being possessed in an inappropriate way. Mandy and I, at the same time, was like, I'm out. Like, both of us was like, all right, I'm going to head out. I was... <laughs> Barely ever end because Ali
0: already knows I don't do uh, scary like movies. Like so they had to convince. It was not only a scary movie. We didn't pay money for this. It was a screening. So so it was, we went in, we had to give up our devices to go in because, yep. you know, they don't want people, um. Bootlegging the movie or whatever, and I was just like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do yep, this. She was, but I went in.
1: She was. She was a good. She was a good sport. But again, at the time where they showed that on the screen, both of us at the same time was like, all right, it's time to go. And I feel like the guys. I'll say it. Say. I'll say what happened. <laughs> I don't. They say I don't want to say it. Okay. Say it. All it right. Was, it was all you know, right. It was inappropriate and disgusting how the woman got possessed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the same time, both of us was like, "I, right, I'm going to head out, SpongeBob me. And I feel like the guys would have been okay staying. I feel like they kind of trailed behind us. I was like, if y'all want to stay, y'all can stay. Because I don't feel like... I, your memory serves me better for this um, situation, but I don't feel like we went and had dinner with them or anything afterward. I feel like we went our separate way.
0: No, no. no. We went to like a pub type thing and that's how I found out I was related to the other dude sure
1: I don't remember that
0: yeah we, we us, went to like you? no know all of us why would I just go with him I wasn't <laughs> trying to I was trying to get the man dude
1: Trevor <laughs> the man man somewhere or something I don't remember
0: <laughs> no I don't remember nope. Because it still would have been the beginning of the quote-unquote date.
1: Okay. That's right. See, we have
0: to name this. We have to name this this episode a shot per segment. Because we just saw the tangent down. We were supposed to be closing out the episode. But the liquor hit. <laughs> we got to name it about the shots. I want to do this again.
1: This is fun. I expected to be a little messier and maybe not, you know, I don't know. I didn't know how it was going to turn out, but this is okay. This is okay. Yeah. We'll see. All right. We need to close this out. Yep. All right. Mandy, Mandissimo. Would you like to tell the listeners where they can find us? You can find us
0: on Instagram and Twitter. At MNO podcast. Nope, it's totally fine. <laughs> Please be sure to send us your questions, comments, concerns. Yep, I really want to know what y'all think about this episode. We do. You can send it in our comments. Mm-hmm. You can send it in our DMs, yep. but you can also send it to our email at mandyandolly at gmail.com. Yep. Please be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to the podcast so that you know when we drop a new episode like this episode, which is going to be lit because we are lit.
1: Yes, we are lit. And we drop episodes like they're hot potatoes, but you can pick them up after they cool down and you can julienne them and turn them into sweet potato fries or, you know, French fries or fish and chips, all that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it was good talking to y'all. Hope y'all enjoy this episode. Stay safe and make good choices. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, I came with gay.